Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws of monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old like Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. Danny Merang. Dusty Hera. Jeff Frost is over there. Did I hear Carlos Correa passing a physical? Yeah, it's official. I what? Think, I think the, the, the doctor that took the physical was Dr. Nick. Hi, everybody. <laughs> no, it's the guy that the, uh, it's the, it's the gif of the uh, soccer security guard doing the pat down. Yeah. Where he's uh, just <laughs> lightly <laughs> grazes. Go on in. Yeah, yeah that's, that's in. the guy. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Or good the, for him. Or it was the same guy who did Greg Oden and Brandon Roy's. Too soon. Hmm. Wow. That's a long time ago, but still too soon. It hurts. Wow. All right. Did you see the, the Chandler Parsons thing with, uh, on, uh, I think it was Up and Smoke guys? No. Talking about how he almost, when he almost signed the yeah. deal here. He was on with Cheech and Chong? Yeah, those guys, yes. Uh, you can keep on knocking, but you can't get in. E.T., the extra testicle. <laughs> Up and Smoke is hilarious. Yes. I think all of the children out there need to watch it. In when college. I say children, I mean like a teenager. Yeah. I think I saw. I think I saw Up in Smoke, uh, Hollywood video on 185th <laughs> in Evergreen Parkway. Uh-huh. Rented that one to me and my brother when we were 12. Had a boy. I, they yeah, I'm they never sure checked we the radar when when we were kids. It was great. No, it was just. And that it was, was spectacular. It was a free for all. That was, no, we had to have our parents called in one time. And they said that they can rent a rated R movie because my brother and I used to watch uh, like all the slasher flicks. Oh right? yeah, like we would watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, well, Friday the Thirteenth, and Jason. Yeah, yeah. The, the Dentist. Oh, saw there Jeff you go. Russ, Dad in action. Um, yeah. Corbin Burnson, I want to say. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. That is right. That's very good. Um, <laughs> but they just kept that note on file. They just marked it on file. Yeah, just I'm kept it. So it was like <laughs> free for all. Yeah, yeah, we got. Uh, we- we rented Rookie of the Year. or We used to rent, like, Tom Amansky's <laughs> baseball, the Fred McGriff videos. <laughs> like, we would watch those, and then we'd slip in a little <laughs> Cheech and Chong up and smoke, little, too. Little porkies in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I saw that far too young, but that's okay. Uh, I turned out okay-ish. Yeah, okay-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no warrants that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are all taken care of. See? See? 
I don't know. Is I don't know if you turned out okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, in the other direction, I waited until like college before I saw Up in Smoke, and look what happened to me. Oh, yeah. see, yeah, like hey, here's a good one too. Like this, like when you used to be able to take a sm- note to buy smokes for your mom in the good old days. <laughs> like I remember. It's now it's now my favorite uh, place to buy meat, the meeting place. Mm. It used to be West Union Grocery Store uh-huh. back in the day. And I remember going and, like, buying my dad a can of chew. And they were like, <laughs> they're like, where's where's your dad? And I just pointed outside. He was in the car. Give a wave. And they're like, okay, here you go. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that corner, that, there was, was, like, that corner there was far less developed than it is now, too. That had to be a good old, like, four-way stop back in the day, I would imagine. I don't think they had stop signs there. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think it was just uh, eyeball just it. turned. Yeah, <laughs> eyeball it. <laughs> Don't hit anybody. If yeah, that was. If it's foggy, slow down. I was real young when that happened, but I remember that. It was like, get yourself a candy bar, and uh, just I'll give them a wave out of here, and we'll exchange our. Uh, you, you get a, you give me my can of chew. You get your beef jerky little chew thing. Mm-hmm. It's oh, also a wild thing that we used to do back then. Oh yeah, the can yeah the beef jerky chew and the candy cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you know what? Bubblegum cigars did, did a lot of the uh, beef jerky chew, and turned out I chewed for twenty five yeah. years. Who knew? Yeah, man. <laughs> but as this texture points out, yeah, the meeting place does have great French dip sandwiches. Yes, they got they do. great Ooh. breakfast burritos as well. A great Cuban. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. The breakfast sandwich. God, yeah, everything's yeah. good there. It is. All right. <clears throat> um, oh, Chandler Parsons. That's where we were. Oh yeah, yeah. squirrel, squirrel. Um, but it kind of made me think of Brandon Roy and Greg Oden. Uh, when he ended up signing with Memphis, uh, his agent, uh, I think it was Dan Fagan, basically pulled him aside in a meeting with the Grizzlies and said, hey, uh, just so you know, if you go to Portland and you, pa- if you like, if they fail you on the physical, because they might because of Greg and Brandon, your contract is going to disappear and you're going to be fighting for a league minimum. Yeah. So how about you go ahead and figure this out with the Grizzlies right now? Well, thank you, Memphis. Uh, and yeah. Thank you, uh, Agent, what was it, Fagan? I think it was Dan Fagan. Dan yeah. Fagan. Thank you. Yacht Rock. Get that money. No, but, that, no that's Don Fagan. Well, maybe they're related. Yeah. I don't know. I've got a, uh, I got a rivalry brewing in my neighborhood. Ooh, what kind of rivalry? I don't know what to do here. I don't know what to do here. There is it wrong because it's not directly affecting me. The answer is always physical violence, but it is. But it is. <laughs> so uh, we live kind of like near a park. We're right near a park or cul-de-sac. There's a park near where our cul-de-sac is, and there's this guy who just keeps on pulling up, parks his car there. About a minute or two, he's gone. Gets back in his car and he leaves. We've already done the investigating on this. He leaves peanuts for the squirrels. Oh. We now have a squirrel problem. <laughs> like, not at my house, but there are so many squirrels around. Yeah. And it's like, do we need to be feeding the fluffy-tailed rats? Or, or, is this actually a menace here? Or, or And we're, at, we're adding to the squirrel issue. Squirrels can find plenty of food. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're going to go hungry out there. Why are we feeding the squirrels, like, on a every-other-day basis? Even back to the CNC Music Factory, squirrels trying to find a nut. That's right. Yeah. They'll There's, find them. They'll find them. There's they'll plenty. find them. I, I would like to explain that song to you in further detail. I will tell you what that actually means later, Jeff. Oh, it's not about squirrels? No. 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 Weird. No. Weird. But um, do I confront the guy and say, stop feeding the damn squirrels? Because, uh, the, again... How confrontational are you feeling? Well, like, here's the thing. I got squirrels running up and down the fence line. Squirrels are running up and down the fence. I... And it's like, I think I've counted up to like 
six at a time. And that's just on our side. That's just where we're like running up and down our fence and in the trees near near my house. Mm-hmm. We had like it is becoming like squirrel country. It's, it's it's literally getting squirrely out there. We've got so many damn squirrels around. I just think we need to be stopped. Am I the only one? Am I overreacting here? Because I'm starting to feel by the looks on your guys' faces that the squirrel issue is a non-factor. Well, well here's the thing. It, it depends. Like, are they becoming invasive and disruptive and totally, like, off the wall? Cause so I don't want to get to that point. Okay, I, I understand that. I will say this. When I first got out of the military, when mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do, <clears throat> I mm-hmm. went to PCC, as one does, for one semester. Okay. And up there, they have a gray squirrel the size of a jackrabbit. It's aggressive. Yeah, it's huge. But it just chills there. It's the fattest squirrel you've, you have ever seen in your it's, entire it's life. It's just one, though. Uh, there's a couple, but like he's, he's, he's king of his world. Yeah. He, has, he, he will come eat, or he's probably long dead by now, but he would come eat out of your hand. Yeah. Like, like a puppy. That's weird. Like yes, like you can get them to be where they're like super chill, yeah. But you have to work to get there. Are you? I don't willing? want. No, I don't want that. Okay, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. You know what? You I, know, I don't want to. I don't want to eradicate all of the squirrels. I don't want this becoming a larger issue because there was like one or do you two have any birds of prey out there. Mm, good question. Because if you yes, do, yes, I guess yes. say, <laughs> I, I knew the answer to this is that yes, you guys live a little further out there on on the west side, and there are hawks out there. There are hawks, and there's yeah. even there's an eagle's nest close by too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, I, bald listen, eagle. Listen, man, I live in Newburgh, right on the river, and yeah, <laughs> there's bald eagles all over. Um, I'm just saying, if you don't want to confront him, maybe you See, encourage some hawks to hang out and linger. But here, here's my here's my my larger my larger note on this is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're leaving food out there for them to go and get to, it's not just the squirrels. What if we get a rat problem then? Mm. Rats, you got we don't raccoons. want a Again, we don't want a rat problem. If you encourage the birds of prey, okay, raccoons. I don't know what skunks How, eat. Are on. they carnivores hold or on. herbivores? How do you encourage a bird of prey? Uh, Am I going to become a falconer? Am I going to be? <laughs> Here, hockey, we, hockey, hockey. What, what, what am I doing here? Do, do, I don't have a big leather glove that I could just hold out to have them Maybe jump you on. Should. Encourage Maybe you should. Encourage birds go to Home Depot. What, 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 what do you do to encourage a bird of prey? I don't know. Do we have any, like? Do, do I have just any hang like I guess, raw meat? I guess make from... sure the small rodents gather around in large numbers. <laughs> can you can you put like some spray in the air? That was it. Like encourage. Encourage birds of prey. How to lure right. birds of oh, prey. Oh, man. This text, there you go. Become a falconer. Every time he pulls up, you take your falconer rig out. Just, I, he's, his car pulls into the cul-de-sac, and I'm just out in the front yard with my big leather glove and a falcon sitting on my arm like some Saudi sheik, I did. which they travel with falcons everywhere. There was one day I was driving down West Union, and from the north side of West Union, this hawk dove off like the the, the telephone pole, full swoop, yeah. just uh, directly in front of me as I was driving, and hit like the opposite side of the ditch. It grabbed something. I'm not sure what, but it was it was hunting. Yeah. Okay, per, per the Google box. All right. Nest boxes and perches can increase the success in placing areas for birds of prey that will lead to nesting, roosting, and hunting sites. So perhaps around these areas, make sure that there's some nesting sites. Uh, okay. But there's lots of trees there. We've got trees. Yeah, trees. We, don't, we don't need Check. to provide them with nesting okay. sites. They've okay. got them. I'm just listen, I'm just trying like I'm trying to keep you from being confrontational. 
I would just be confrontational. Well, I'm not going to, like, I, I just didn't know if this, if my overreacting to bird, or to squirrel feeding guy, but I feel like uh, this is going to be a bigger issue here. Because if there's one thing that we will not do, rats, nope. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Our first house that we had. It's it, a problem. We they we had our big problem was that there were these uh big blackberry bushes on not on our property but next to our property and it was maintained by the by the county and they all lived in the blackberry bushes. Well, guess what happens when it starts raining and they don't like being wet? They, they find somewhere to go inside. and that was our house. Yep. And my wife would just be hitting me in the middle of the night when she's, like, feeding our then-infant, going, I hear scratching in our walls. And I was like, ah, don't worry about it. And then we called the Orkin guy, and he was like, when the exterminator comes over, and he goes, he goes, dude, I've been doing this for 15 years, and you guys have got some of the biggest rats I've ever seen. That was a problem. El rato grande. <laughs> we never had rats. We just had mice, little field mice. Yeah, that, that's what uh, I always We back got, up yeah. to the green space, and, yeah, we've got the blackberries. And fortunately, yeah. they only made it in the garage. But yeah. Oh man. Oh, Jake the Hater with a good uh, resolution here. Just get Sprague to train his chickens to attack the squirrels. I, I feel like that would be good. But I mean, again, I'm not looking to kill the squirrels. I'm just looking for there not to be a squirrel infestation. Well, and I, think I, I, the I hate to break this to you. Is that killing the squirrels is the answer to this? Well, and this guy says squirrel stew is delicious. Take advantage. But even cousin Eddie discovered that they were high in cholesterol, so he decided to lay off. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. P1 Rufio, Dusty the Fan Man Hair, a local falconer. I think that would be a great Odyssey business card. Yeah. Yeah, sure would be. Talk home slash falconer. Being a falconer would be kind of rad. Hmm. Oh, my wife feeds the squirrels, even named one Mr. Bushy Bushy. Uh Uh-oh. Also learned that Blue Jays love peanuts, and they appear in numbers. Okay. Uh, That's not helping here. That's actually going against what I want. I don't. Okay, now here we go. One hundred percent. Those little blankers do can do damage in an attic and crawl space. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, I don't want them on my house. No, I don't want them on my house. All right, I'm I'm gonna go and talk to squirrel guy, and if that doesn't happen, unfortunately, we're slashing tires. No, wait, wait, no, no. He can keep his tires. <laughs> the, the peanut feeding needs to stop. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. But it was just a weird move at first, being like, what is he doing? Why does he stop every every other day? What if, in reality, he really is trying to encourage it, squirrels in the neighborhood just to piss everybody off? Well, here's my thing, though. He lives further down, and Maybe I've even thought about this. Away. Yeah, I think he doesn't want the squirrels in his yard, so he's Ooh. moving them down the street. Yeah. And I think that that is his play, and if that's the case, I don't like it even more. I'm even more upset about it. My other question is, is he really buying peanuts in bulk just for this reason? To leave them for the squirrels? Because we can just put a stop to that and save you a little coin, too. I don't know. Is you he know what he's probably doing? He's probably going on to Five Guys and just stealing the peanuts. I was going to say, is he like the Five Guys manager? When the peanuts go bad, he's just like, you know what? I'm taking it to my squirrels. I don't know. I don't know. Does he work at the Texas Roadhouse? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you for all of your advice. You guys are, are really awesome here. I, I'm leaning on falcon falconing. Okay. Falconry still seems like a good uh, call. A pellet gun. <laughs> We've got a daisy red rider. Uh, King cobras encourage birds of prey. 
Uh, all of you guys are really onto some a ghillie about- suit in an airsoft rifle situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, to the squirrels or the guy leaving the nuts? <laughs> is my question. Yes, just yes. Yes. Okay. What about but- a mongoose? Oh, those are nasty little turds. What if, we, what if we introduce a mongoose to the food chain? I'm open to it. <laughs> I'm open. They to They hate idea. everything, don't they? See, but then like, you're I know they, I know they kill snakes. from the local cat owners. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're a cat guy. Huh? I am a cat guy. Yeah. Ours don't go outside though. See, you're safe. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, or or the flip side of this is we have got I think we're buried the lead there. Maybe we just introduce a snake to the neighborhood. No. Out. No. Yeah. <laughs> Out. Yeah. Nope. No, no rodent eating snakes. No. Okay. I would much rather have the squirrel infestation than you say a reticulated python might solve this. A snake. <laughs> a, a snake? No, give me five hundred yeah. squirrels. And I live too close to Dusty <laughs> to be down with that too. <laughs> it, it popped up yesterday. I showed you. A twelve foot python showed up in a like a nice pool in Thailand. <laughs> Like no, ho- it was a hotel pool. Yeah. No, yeah, I was like, out. Ah, you know what? Bet you there's no squirrels there. Oh, God. <laughs> Again, we live in a great area. We have small bugs, small snakes. Yeah, little tiny garter snakes. Yeah, we got, we, got some, we got some rattlers relatively close. I remember there was one time in spring where uh, I was in Tennessee and we were going to play like a like tennis and. It was in the springtime. They have these massive bugs. Oh, God, yes. We ended up not doing anything with the tennis ball because there were so many bugs around. We were just whacking these bugs everywhere because you could literally couldn't play a game. I mean, you didn't. They, we didn't set up there to do moonshine because it was, like, a great place to be. There, these, We don't have those massive bugs. No. We don't have massive snakes. The, the killer snakes we do have let you know that they're about to kill you because mm-hmm. they have a rattle on they're them. They're kind. This is, these are good things, guys. Let's not mess this up by introducing one to the neighborhood to get rid of the squirrels. I mean, they're not that big of a problem. I don't know. You kind of sound like they were. Uh, all right. Uh, can I bring my goats over? Does that help? Goats seem like that's an t- interesting text because goats always seem like they're a good idea. And then they're not. And then they're just not because the goats will eat everything. Like, that's why you want them. They, If you have blackberry bushes, they'll eat all those down. But then what do you do when they've done their job? You rehome. You have to rehome your goats. Then, no, don't bring your goats over. We're we're good without them. We're good without them. All right, <clears throat> let's get this show on the road. <laughs> oh, I think Rufio has it. I think we're missing the most obvious solution here. Have Danny sit there and wait for the guy. Danny will take care of the confrontation. He's not wrong. This is perfect. All right. Um, I think Wednesday is a feeding day, so <laughs> come on over. I'll, I'll, I'll stop by before I am on my way to Jeremiah's uh, <laughs> comedy show tonight. Uh, there, he, Oh, you're going? Yeah, no, it I'm, is I'm, the, I'm, hey, no, I'm going. Jeremiah Coughlin. Yeah. He's got the new comedy comedy show. Uh, Deep Dish. Deep Dish well, at the Old Town Brewery on geez. MLK. Yep. Uh, so go check that out. If Yeah. All right. See? I forgot that you got the tickets for yeah. that. That's awesome. It's a non-game. Everything, like the, the stars aligned. The non-basketball night, and I could get down there. So it's great because it's not that far from where we are right now, but instead I'm going to drive all the way back to Newburgh, pick up my wife, and then drive all the way back. Mm. It's very efficient. It's not. It's not. Not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> you mentioned not having a basketball game. <laughs> there was one last night. Um the Blazers lead the league in blowing 10-point leads and 
they fixed that last night. One way to not blow a double-digit lead is to never not lead. lead at all. And the Blazers did it last night. Oh, boy. Uh, rinse, repeat, loss. Danny Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Step inside. Walk this way. You and me, babe. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Portland Trailblazers lose their fourth in a row last night, uh, this time at the hands of the Orlando Magic. 109-106. Not just uh, four straight losses, but five of their last six. Uh, Eight of their last uh, ten games they've lost. No. That's not good, Bob. That's not good. And last night was particularly bad because uh, it was a return home and you were playing against a team in Orlando, which was coming off of a back-to-back, which is not a very good team uh, to begin with uh, at, what, now 16 and 20? They start off the season, season, like, truly bad. They're not a truly bad team. No, they're not. We saw that last night. They're, 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 they are the, um, the league pass nerds' favorite watch. I can see why they are very they're fun. fun. They're they are, they're they're super fun, dude. They we talked yesterday about the length of them and and they're annoying. I was I was concerned that the length would give them problems. Uh, they, they it did. But whether it's Bancaro, whether it's uh, Franz Wagner, either of the Wagners, which but, I, I I'm very certain majored in theater at Michigan with the amount of times they dove and hit the floor. Well, and then you have Wendell Carter Jr., who's, a, who's baby horse Grant. He's so much fun. He is. He's wearing specs out like, there. Yeah, he, he, it's funny. Is he's the most? He's their center. He's the shortest of their bigs. Yeah, he's six foot ten. Yeah, and then even their guards are long. I mean, you have Markel Fultz, who it's really I, I love seeing it, him play. That was a of consensus struggle last night. Like whether it was the Portland media, Orlando media, we had a couple scouts behind us. Yeah, like everybody. Every time Markel did something, everybody just kind of like smiled and nodded, like. Yeah, good for him. In uh, what well, he and Harris, Gary Harris, they're they're only like six four, but they play way longer. Oh, Fultz like, is a hell of a defender too. Their arms are. Yeah, I mean they can. They they're very disruptive. I would say, um, on the defensive end of the floor, especially. But uh, l- let's be honest here. They're sixteen and twenty six this year. They're mm-hmm. six and fourteen on the road now with that win. This is not a team that is good. They were on the second of a back-to-back. Portland is returning home, needing to correct the ills of their road trip, and a, a team that has lost, you know, how many How many was it in a row on the road? 
uh, seven or eight. Yeah. Seven. Seven, seven straight on the road. Um, this is a this was a bad loss for Portland. I mean, there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it, especially because with everything that, that I just said, they came out and fell into a 19-point hole early, and the team that was playing with the sense of urgency was the one that should be gassed on a, on a West Coast road trip mm-hmm. across, on the other side of the country. And they came out juiced. And, yeah, playing at 10 o'clock at night their time, and boy, they looked like, well, they are young. But they look like the youthful team that cared way more about that game than Portland. And there's a couple parts of this, and I don't want to dismiss Portland's part of this. I I do want to give number one Orlando credit for how they came out to start both the first and the third. Yeah. But they also came out with an intensity that it it, it was so apparent that it was like, oh, wow, this feels different. Paolo Bancaro, this is his first time out here with the Magic. Yeah. He is from Seattle. This is as close as he gets to home. This is a home game for him and his family. He had over 300 friends and family in the arena last night, and they were all behind the Magic bench. Orlando got off to that hot start, including Bancaro kind of getting going. He was showing out for his home fans. And every, every play that happened, fed that bench, and they were hooting and hollering and jumping up and down. And I'm not saying this like it was a bad thing. Like, they need to yeah. respect the game. No, shut up. Have fun. Enjoy basketball. That's what this is for. They were into it like a college game. Mm-hmm. Like, guys are up there whipping their towels around. Remember when the Blazers were really running a couple years ago? The, 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 the bench theatrics, whether it was Myers, whether it was Zach, whether it was Evan, like, yeah. they got into it. Yeah. The Orlando bench was into it from the jump, and you could just kind of feel they were – it was such a stark contrast – to what Portland was. Yeah. The way they came Portland came out in that game in both halves was was awful. And the you you look at it and you and kind of like getting back to the Portland angle of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some incredible sound last night from Dame, Nurk, and Chauncey. Uh, I think it, they all kind of tackled different things. But the starts, when you particularly when you look at the first and the third quarter and the starters getting the ever living crap kicked out of them. Dame really kind of highlighted where they were with that stuff. We just didn't play well, you know. I think it's um, it's our job to start start the game right, and um, you know, start the second half right. And um, you know, we dug ourselves a hole to start the game. We fight back, tie the game up at halftime, and then you know, have a, a start like that in the third quarter again where we dig a hole. Um, you know, you just can't expect to win games like that, you know, and that's. Um, it's unacceptable on our on our behalf. You know, we just we got to be better than that. You know, it's we start games for a reason. You know, we the we're the guys that um, should be performing the best. You know, we should be lifting the team up and not um, weighing the team down, which is what we did. You know, in the first and third quarter tonight. So um, we struggled. You know, we just didn't we just didn't play well enough. Um, you know, we let them be more physical than us. They played more aggressive than us, and um, you know that was this was the result of that. So. Um, we just we just can't let that happen. It sounds like he's maybe at a loss of what's what's going on here, you know? Because mm-hmm. look, uh, we talked about this after the Toronto loss, and this is the part that I think is the most discouraging as you watch the games is that it's kind of rinse and repeat. It's kind of the same things plaguing this team over and over again, which is one turnovers, and turnovers were a big issue last night. Uh, and it's not just volume and whether you're winning a turnover battle because the turnover battle was actually even last night, 16 apiece. It and that is, was, they, they, 
they were very sloppy in the first half. They had 12, I believe, turnovers in the first half. They tightened up it, yeah, in the it, second half. But it's what those turnovers result in, which was a 19-point hole in that first half yes. that you had to dig yourself out of. And then it was, again, in those critical moments, missing what are open looks. It, 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 open looks, again, uh, unable for this team to convert. And, and I don't know if you're Damian Lillard or if you're Chauncey Billups or you're anybody in the in that locker room, I don't know what you do because these guys are professionals and you put them in a, in a gym with anybody else, they're knocking down every single open look. And in, in NBA terms, they're getting some phenomenal looks even at the end. And uh, like Dame should have gotten a a look at a three pointer, but you get Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons both get Really good looks and, at, and to at be fair, Nurk, game tying threes. Nurk got a great look. Whether you want to say corner like, three, yeah. Listen, I don't want Nurk taking corner threes. It is what it is. When Dame is open, yes. that's the only problem that I have. It's like Dame was open oh. and the ball got moved to Nurk. But and, like, but Nurk, Nurk taking an open three this season, it's not in the decision tree. It's not option one or two. But like, you're not mad about it. No. And that's and that and that's a credit to Nurk. Yeah, like yep. he's he's been good, um, particularly above the break. Not so much in the corners. But let me, I I, I just got done doing the maths. For their shooting over the last seven games, Man. open and wide open shots. So this is all 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 synergy data. Over the last seven games, the Trailblazers are shooting a combined. So open is uh, no defender within four to six feet. The wide open is six foot or more. So I just combine those two. So this is a shot where nobody is within at least four, four feet. feet. Yep, this is a clean look. Basically, this is what a clean look is. They are shooting over the last seven games, thirty eight for one twenty six or thirty point. One percent. And I just did the league-wide average for this time period, okay? So there's 2,177 shots of open, 2,409 wide-open shots in this time period. There's 4,586 open looks in the last seven games across the NBA. Wow. On league average, is 36%. The Blazers are shooting 30%. Okay? And if you take the best teams, like the Denver Nuggets in this time period, are shooting 44%. Yep. Shooting luck is... That's really good. That's obscene. Shooting luck is real. Like, that is a real thing. Turnovers and just not making shots, things were just normal. Not even good. Not great, not okay, just normal. They've they're rattling off wins. It's not just that they're shooting bad; they're shooting awful. It's not that they're just turning the ball over; they're turning it over more than anyone. And this is, but this is where uh, you know the frustration is, and I understand it. And you know that Damian Lillard is a great shooter. You know that Anthony Simons is a great shooter. But at the same time, when does shooting luck turn into? You're just a poor shooting team because we've we've seen it for a while. I mean, this is a slump and slumps happen. And I think the worst part for Portland is that you're having your two best shooters at the, the same time. At the same That's time. the problem, I think. And I mean, think of it in these terms. <clears throat> you have got five guys on on the floor for each team. You got 10 guys on the floor. OK. A four foot look. Think of this. The, the court is 50 feet wide. The the court a half court you're at what forty seven feet is what half court is, um, yeah. yeah yeah, and so you're looking at it 
in, in those terms of how s- small of an area they're, they're getting some really dang good they're looks. Good, they're getting good looks. And, and I, it's hard to get those. Yes. And what was the – did you give the, the, the sheer volume of how many they've gotten over that time? Yeah. The, the, so basically they're getting 18 a night over the last seven games. 18, 18 So 18 looks a game. If you figure they're getting 75 shots a night on average, I think that's, that's about usually what it works out to. 100 possessions, you get about 75, 75 shots, you get about 25 free throws, turnovers, et cetera. So, so that's 126. If you're getting 18 tonight, yeah, 126 over the last seven games. 126 attempts. Boy, <laughs> and they're on shooting those, 30%. On those open looks, and, and they're, they're shooting so 30% of them. They're, shoot, they're hitting 5.4 sh- shots out of those 18 every night uh, over the last seven games on average. And you look at how many times two of those, like two more makes. Two more makes. Don't look at every single game, yeah. and that's what's the that's what makes this worse. And um, you know, Nurk is not one to do a lot of press conferences. He just he's not a big talker on that kind of stuff. But he he hopped to the mic last night, and uh, Aaron Fritz Thorogonian asked him about uh, three point shooting. Yeah, and I, I want to hear this because we're up against it right now. Yeah. but I do. I think it is important to hear uh, Nurk on on what he uh, on. Where everything that's going it. on because yeah. they're missing open shots. They're still turning the ball over in the Blazers are a mess and we'll continue to digest it. But first we got rust with sports center. This is Danny and dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080 the fan. All right, 503-250-1080 is the fan text line. Uh, we are talking Portland Trail Blazers uh, suffering another loss, fourth in a row last night to the Magic, 109-106. Fell into an early hole uh, where Orlando was shooting the lights out. Blazers could hit the broadside of a barn. Uh, six of 35 from three was the number total for the game for the Blazers. Oh, not pretty, Bob. Not no. pretty, Bob. Uh, Damon and Ant combined to go uh, just four of 21 from beyond the arc. And uh, you were mentioning the wide open shots that they are making or missing rather. Yes. And it's, it's an incredible number of great looks like a defender, not even within four feet of a, like generating a good, like a, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to like truly quantify this in the sense of Anthony Simons and Damian Lillard are two of the premier shooters in the entire NBA, not like top 20%, not top 15%, not 10, 10%, like, some of the literal best shooters in the NBA shooting platform. Like you're talking about guys like KD, Steph, mm-hmm. Kyrie, Dame, and like they're in the, they're on that list. Yeah. Right. And it's just, they, this kind of stuff happens. Why is it basketball related? Is it personal life? Is somebody tired? Is somebody injured? Is, uh, is, are things not right in the locker room? I, I'm, I'm not insinuating anything. I'm just saying there's a million different strings you can pull on. Hell, it could just be shooting luck. Yeah, like so guys just get in a funk. You don't trust something all of a sudden. Whatever it is, it Thank is punching them God. in the face right now. And actually, I, I I I put a tweet out a little bit ago on the math of it, and I said it was over seven games. It's actually over five games. I'm an idiot, and I had the wrong filter up. So they've gotten a hundred and twenty-six open looks. open looks in five games. Mm-hmm. So basically, twenty-five a game, and they're hitting just over seven and a half. So it tells you they're getting looks. They're getting looks. That tells you if they're taking 75 shots a night, 
a third of their shots are good looks. And if you're getting good looks for premier shooters in the NBA, what are you supposed to do? Coaching is the problem. (laughs) What are you supposed to do with that? Like when you have that evidence in front of you and it's the frustration is they're compounding this with brain dead, brain neutral, lazy, sloppy turnovers that are, again, doubling down and compounding these mistakes. Yeah. Man, that it, I, then that's why you hear Dame in the audio that we heard. He was at a loss. You mentioned Yusuf Nurkic, hit his issues. And look, it's not just that they're not hitting shots. The the, the problems are far more. And, and we can all agree what the what the problems are with this team. But well, one see, thing that Nurkic a second ago though, and when there's a lot of problems that come down to right coaching, coaching, and we have had at a we've had a large sample. And this is the thing. Not reacting, and you and I agree on this, Danny, not reacting on a game-by-game basis because coaching on a game-by-game basis is so hard. There's so many mm-hmm. levers and pulleys at play. It's it's ridiculous. But we have seen now a, a very long stretch where offensively the Blazers are getting great looks. They're not making them. No. Some guys in the system may look like they're a little lost to see see the bench, which has not been shooting well really all season long. Well, I mean, And they're the very kids. thin. Yeah. But on the defensive end of the floor, we're not seeing that market improvement that we thought that we would mm. as a as a whole in totality. Um, they will have good stretches. Anthony Simons had a fantastic fourth quarter defensively. He was fantastic. I, I would argue night. that Ant's defense last night in the fourth quarter may have been the single best quarter of defense from him as a professional. But we have not seen any consistency no. from anybody no. on that end of the floor except for Jeremy Grant yes. and, and Josh Hart. And, and Gary Payton in two games. <laughs> That's not consistency. I need more than two games. But uh, Nurk, has, Nurk has had turnover a bug that, that has bitten him, and uh, you were setting up some audio that uh, right before we went to break that I think is important that we hear from Nurk. Yeah, no, it was uh, Aaron Finch, the Oregonian, asked you know, a question simply of, like, can you write this loss off as, as simple as you missed threes? And Nurk just... just completely disregarded the question and just, I mean, laid it all out there. I mean, these turnovers, man, it's on me. I, you know, I got to own it this time. It's really bugging. I'm I'm trying to do the best I can to facilitate it, but it's it's not there. And I'm hurting my team, my teammates and and coach and coaching staff. It just, you know, it's it's not there and I got to stop doing it. That mean I'm not passing. I'm not passing. You know, I need to pass to open man. Simple as that. You know, I think at some point, especially this, you know, half a season in, we gotta we gotta be better with that and, and start with me. I can't have a five turnovers per game. I don't even know if it's that number, but it feels like with the with the charge with with the turnovers, it just in, I, I'm hurting my teammates way too much. Mm. He had well, five turnovers last night. It's like. Three is a lot for your for a big to have in a game, and that seems to be a number that we see from him. But he's not touching the ball nearly as much as Damer Ant, and he's turning it over as much or more. And than that, those guys. And that is the big issue yeah. that you're seeing. And, and look, it is a Nurk issue. It, it's a full team issue. And yeah. last night, uh, Jeremy Grant had a bunch of turnovers, uncharacteristically for him. But we what we've seen uh, what we've seen is, I guess he only had a couple of them, right? Uh, but we we saw with Dame and Ant, it's also an issue with 
consistently turning the ball over. It's a team issue yes. with the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, over the last five games, the, the Portland Trailblazers lead the NBA in turnovers at 19 again. <laughs> That's brutal. That's a lot. Uh, for reference point, the Toronto Raptors, who they just played, uh, NBA best at 9.6. Mm. Almost a 10 turnover swing. And it's not just that the Blazers are turning the ball over. It's how, when, and where. Bad passes, bad handoffs, bad decision-making, getting too loose. And if you want to say coaching, this is where I go to the, okay, but I don't. it's not coaching in the sense of he's not holding guys accountable. I have talked to the players. Yeah. They're being held accountable. Well, he's, and one thing that I appreciate is that he holds guys accountable publicly, too. Yes, and Nurk did this. There, there's, we don't, I don't have the audio, but I'll, I'll sum this up. Both Nurk and Dame both said the same thing last night. Yeah. The coaches are putting us in the right spot. They're getting us the right game plan. Right. They're getting us prepared. Well, okay. Then where where are we looking at with this thing as a whole? Mm-hmm. Uh, because that, that needs to be addressed. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. The bull-legged one. All right. Missed open looks. We're looking at an incredible rate of of missed clean shots and clean looks for the Blazers. Turnovers. Defense still is a big issue with this team. And uh, a lot of Blazer fans searching for answers, right? So where where does this lie then? with the the team we talked yesterday about how the roster is still incomplete we knew that heading into this year this is a skid you have ebbs and flows of an nba season don't get too high with the highs don't get too low with the lows but i think one thing that a lot of people are starting to point to now is we we both gave chauncey an incomplete last year Mm -hmm. and we've seen a lot of games this year where now it's time to establish an identity see who you are and, and see what this blazer team is yep uh, I think it's safe to say we've been through enough games where we can we can see who that team. We're what one that game away from halfway. We're yeah, forty games right now. And so then now people are saying, "All right, we're not happy with the coaching." Spoiler alert, guys, gals. You're never going to be happy with the coaching unless you're in the NBA Finals. Coaching is the easiest finger to point. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of it. A is a little bit of a well, no, right? But to say that you're never going to be happy with the coaching unless you're in the NBA Finals, that feels a little. Kind of you're, 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 argumentative. You want you want to know why? I, be, because well, hang on. Look, you started out this season ten and four, and nobody saw that coming, mm-hmm. right? You started out great. You had you, and we've said it many times on the show. You were getting all the 50-50 balls basically. Since then, you're nine and seventeen, mm-hmm. and that is not a small sample size. No, and I feel like this team is far closer to nine and seventeen than they are to ten and four. Absolutely. Here's here's the the counterpoint to that. Nick Nurse and the Toronto Raptors won an NBA Finals, and they've been a very good. They've been a very good team even after Kawhi left. They're now calling for his job. Why? Because they're struggling. The personnel almost entirely the same post Kawhi, and yet now Nick Nurse doesn't know how to coach. Well, in, in last year it was the you know blow it up with the Celtics and Ime Udoka is in over his head. Yeah, didn't know how to coach. They were under five hundred yeah. at this point in time in the year, and then but, in the NBA Finals. But you can't with that in saying a oh, new coach. That's overreaction. All right. Well, then let's look at what is plaguing this Blazers team. But let's 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 look at what's plaguing this Blazers team, because right now you're missing open looks and there's an incredible amount of turnovers. And I think 
a lot of those goes to what we were talking about yesterday yep. in that this system is uncomfortable even for the best player on the team, Damian Lillard, because as you said, this is nothing he's done before in nope. his career. He, Damian Lillard's pick and roll volume in 2019-20, which I believe was his highest usage in the pick and roll, accounted for over half of his usage. He is a pick and roll god. That is what he does. Okay? It is down to 34%. A 17% swing is substantial. That is a massive change. And remember everybody when Terry was the worst coach ever, blah, 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 blah. He needs to put Dame off ball. They need Dame needs to not work so hard. I don't want to watch pick and roll ball. Mm-hmm. Do you want to watch it now? Yeah. This is this is what I've Phil Beckner's is Dame's trainer. And I talked to him uh a couple years ago and this this has always stood out to me as far as how the NBA runs. You don't it's not that you don't work on your weaknesses, but you highlight your strengths. That's how you're successful in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to be okay at a couple of things. That might get you on the floor. But if you're great at one thing, that will get you on the floor. And then you expand from there. Damian Lillard is, if not the greatest, one of the greatest scoring pick-and-roll guards in modern NBA history. So if that's the case, then why is the usage in that situation down so much? And to me, that and, points to coaching. And, and that, that is, is where I will say with coaching. Yes, they need to find that sweet spot. Because remember... Dame's too tired at the end of games. He runs too many pick and rolls. They need him off ball. He needs to not work as hard. They've they've overcorrected. And I think that is part of the problem. They need to meet somewhere in the middle. And that is where I will go to coaching with And, and that is also establishing a defensive identity and brand. Mm-hmm. Because th- that is... You want to call it a work in progress. I, I don't... Remember, Terry was terrible. Remember, it was all Terry. That was why the defense sucked. Terry, 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 Terry. Yeah. Well, Chauncey's supposed to be the defense guy. Is the defense that much better? No, no. And it's just like, a different look, style. You can point to, and they have been better of late from yes. uh, on the defensive end, but they've also been playing teams that have are either in a rebuild or are under consideration to blow it up and move on, a la Indiana and Toronto. Uh, and then the team last night. I mean, yeah, this is supposed to be the easier part of the mm-hmm. schedule. And that is, that's one of the parts that's that what hurts. Know, that's concerning. Yes. Uh, and it's almost as if like this team used up so much to get out to that early start and the injuries continually piling up and not getting any better. Like Gary Payton comes back for a game and then he's gone Gone for for four and then he's back for this one. And hopefully everything is fine. Everything, everything checked out. Okay. with Gary last night, but then Damian Lillard goes down and he's holding his ankle at one point in that first half. Mm -hmm. And the whole, I just threw up my hands. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, But he ended up coming back and he was okay. But, you know, we'll see how he feels after today because maybe it's going to be a day off. <laughs> no, it's practice today. Uh, no, I'm, I'm talking oh, game a, off, yeah. a game off tomorrow when Cleveland comes down, which, by the way, they're getting healthy because Ricky Rubio is going to be the first return. game. Also, uh, they lost a terrible game last night against Utah. Perfect. That's yeah. great. Yeah, That's I'm, awesome to I'm hear. Sure That's what you want to hear. I'm sure yeah, they're going to so come back for their bounce back game uh-huh. tomorrow night. With yeah. Ricky Rubio, with all the juice in the world. Yeah. yeah. See, and I guess my problem with this whole situation is how much more – of Dame's prime do we want to spend on a guy learning how to coach? The guy spent one year as an assistant on a bench and mm. came out of a TV booth. Yeah, but I, I, I and, will also... And he's also not the current GM's guy. I will also, I will say that, but the current GM was on staff and has been around, and Chauncey Billups may not have had a, a long career as a coach prior to this, 
but he knows the game. point guards in the yeah. way that he had to be a coach on the floor with those Pistons. <laughs> I mean, look, he has learned at the feet of some of the, the greatest minds in basketball. Yeah. How did Magic Johnson do as a coach? Magic, He is not Magic Johnson. No. Like, I mean, yes, not all great players are great coaches, but to to say that he's a Magic Johnson is I'm untrue not, right now. No, yeah, I'm untrue. not saying he's as bad as Magic, but he's how much more do we want to toil under a guy who's still learning how to coach when we have the best player that's ever played for this team? He's on the, he's on the backside of his prime. Would you? And I agree. You and I make what, no bones. I throughout the whole search. I mean, I've I've been a very vocal opponent of the Billups okay, hire but since day one. Here is here's a big here's here's the big one though. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Is their roster complete? Are they are they admitting that the roster is is complete? No, no, no it's not. It, are they getting and missing an inordinate amount of wide open looks? Yes, yes. Is the to your point? Is the system that they're running and that they're, they're getting the open looks? They're not falling. Dame is is in a funk. slump right now, in a funk right Dame now. And so is Anthony yeah. Simons. Uh, Anthony Simons had a horrible January uh, so far. I mean, it's, it's but they they brutal. both have been a train wreck so far. But at the same time, you're creating those open looks. He can point to the system will work, but you need to adjust and meet in the middle, as as Danny was saying. All of these things can be true, and it can be figured out. Um, but a, a big issue still remains: of players need to execute, and that is is probably the biggest struggle that the Blazers have right now is the execution end of it. 503-250-1080. We're way over. We're going to try to catch up. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.